Yo, you made it to episode 40 of Mealy Stocks, and we are in our third part of the national series. Let's talk about selling, making the money, selling some stuff, national, Rosemont, Chicago, 20... Yo, so we are at our third part of the five-part series on the National. My name is Jamil. I'm a part of the Mealy Stocks podcast, video cast, whatever you want to call it. And we are part of the Slab Stocks Network. Uh, we've been doing this now. Episode 40 we're up to, so thank you guys for getting us to this point. Hopefully we provide some knowledge to you and have some fun with it. So I own a card shop here in uh, Florida, uh, the Mealy Pop Shop, but I have been a part of the show circuit for many, many years, specifically the National for the last five, six years. And um, it has been a whirlwind of fun and emotion and um, uh, it's just a wild time. So we are on our third part. Go back and watch parts one and two. Uh, uh, and before we get into today's part, part three, um, as we talk about selling at the National, and I, this is probably going to be one of the most, uh, uh, I'm sure commented on videos we do for the National. I love to hear how you're planning on selling uh, down in the comments below. Before we get into that, one quick thing, I brought it up last week, I know everyone's focus is on the national, but I'm a part of something so unique, it's called Collectors Con. We are um, pushing for something really, really unique for the Southeast on a national level, 400 plus table event, and it is going to be focused on sports cards, comics, and Pokemon uh, as the main draw. We're gonna have autograph guests and a bunch of other stuff, including a trade cruise on Saturday night and so much more. I'd love for you to come down and check it out. Um, go to our Instagram. We just launched the Instagram. Uh, we put up our new flyer, which is right here. Shows you a couple of the new uh, uh, sponsors that we have, including uh, Metropolis Comics, which is the golden of, um, I would say, com the comic world. Um, and we have a bunch of other things happening. So much more to announce in these next coming weeks and months. Uh, but we are going to be having this on Labor Day weekend. And for those of you who are going to the National, if you want to know where Mealy Pops is going to be, I, this is our little symbol here, 248 and 250. We are right here in the area that is known as the Hot Corner. The Hot Corner. This is the area with many cool card shops. Um, we've been wearing a shirt of one of them uh, right now. Uh, just really good people in this area. I could venture to say, if you just want to spend some time in the back, you could just spend your whole national back there because of the amount of deals, cards, friendships, networking, social media, all of that that will be happening back there. Plus, of course, you got your poop emojis and your french fry and burger emojis, so you have the food in the bathroom. So what else do you really need, baby? Come on back to the hot corner. We're going to have a lot of fun back there, and I want you to meet all those other great card shops and card folks. Um, come see us at 248 and 250. I'd love to talk to you um, as we can, because it's going to be a crazy time. Crazy, crazy time. So episode 40, part three of this national series. Let's talk about selling at the national. So I think... To break it down, let's kind of consider that this is going to be a mass, mass marketplace of retail, which will be the paninis and the and the uh, the wax sellers. You're going to see some retail in terms of some of the dealers. I would venture to say, you know, I don't put the same classification as retail as I do eBay. So you have retail, eBay, wholesale, and then you have just plain old Robin people, if that's the case. But I'm sure many of you will find those in deal boxes and so much and so forth at the National. I, I can tell you stories about things that people have found at the National that will blow your mind for $0.10 cents and a dollar and $5. So um, it's, it's just a fun time. 
go through the boxes, enjoy the time you have there. But it is a mass marketplace. Well, I think those four tiers, right? You're going to have the high-end retail, the auction sites. You're going to have um, you know, the corporate elements, which is important, very important. Tops and Peen will be there, I believe. I don't think Upper Deck's going to be at the National this year. Um, we are going to have, um, obviously, all the dealers set. You know, with the word comp will be used about 17, 1,800 times per minute by every person at the National. Um, recent comp, last comp, most highest comp, last five comps. You're going to hear it quite a bit. So you're going to have that kind of tier there where I believe you're going to look at the eBay pricing. Uh, and, I, and I think you're also going to see you know uh, a step below that with wholesale pricing with dealer to dealer. And then lastly, finally, um, probably just people blowing stuff out, which happens every year at the National. And it is, a, uh, it is a fun experience. So let me say this about the National and selling before we get going. And I think this is a term that, or this phrase that I'm about to share with you, is pretty much accepted um, for most people. I come from a, a realm where I am on the other side of the table, so to say, as a dealer, card shop owner. Um, but I think that that area, and it is, it's okay with me. Sometimes I, I'm not always, always okay with it because I don't think people know what they're saying sometimes. But I, 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 from the research side of things, um, but I think everybody is a dealer, right? That's kind of the mindset that everybody kind of has now. And 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 I'll say this. Um, for some people, it makes sense. I would agree. There are plenty of people that are dealers that are not set up. Uh, the dynamic does change a little bit, right? When you come up to tables and you are looking to sell things, uh, you are looking to buy things. I'm going to be doing a whole uh, episode four on buying, uh, which I think that dynamic's a little bit different than the selling aspect. Um, but you will see a lot of people at the National. I've said this in a lot of my videos before. There are a ton of people who will claim that they are going to be buying, but they're not really buying. And I think even for me in some aspects, uh, you know, I'm going to be buying, but in this market, it's a very different market. So we are going to be a little bit pickier uh, than usual. Uh, we will be a, a little bit more focused on, you know, goals with buying. Not to say that we won't be buying quite a bit of stuff, but there will be a lot of money spent at this event. And I know that so many of you will be looking to move this or that or this group of this or this entire case. Some of you come to the National looking to go home empty-handed, which is actually not a bad goal. I, I think if you can be at that place, you have your PC, uh, you know what you like, bring the stuff that you want to sell. Um, I, I know for me, you know, I'm going to be bringing some cards that I don't really want to sell, uh, cards that I believe are pretty soft right now. But I'm happy to bring them to the National to have them there, to be able to trade with people, uh, to be able to kind of see what options are available, right? What you may want to move into, get out of, um, if it makes sense. And uh, I think it'll be a very interesting time from that, you know, just the mass marketplace. So, so let's get going in about this dealer talk. I think you got three types of uh, dealers, right? You got people who really are, you got booth people uh, who are, you know, 90% of the time really dealers. There are 10% that are very rude, uh, are obnoxious, will try and make you feel stupid, um, will talk down to you, and will treat you like crap. I'm sorry, that's just where we're at in this world. There are plenty of people like that still. There are people who have probably done the national for years on years on years, so they have maybe even become a little callous in some ways. And I'm just being raw today because I think it's important to understand this side of selling. There are some people who look down on modern cards uh, and modern dealers. There are some people who look down on vintage and vintage dealers. So you have kind of both sides of that element. Um, I hope that you know you're doing business with people that are not in those categories. I think that there needs to be a mutual respect across the table in every way, shape, or form. So with the booth dealers, you're going to see a lot of people with some incredible cards. Sometimes the prices are going to make no sense to you. 
and it might be because it is the national and they only are the only one who has that card at the national right so consider those things as you walk around and you may be looking at cards and selling cards um, i will say this there are also people who are dealers who are walking i mentioned it just prior so you got kind of booth folks you got people who are walking that i consider dealers and then i, I would say that you have you know really wannabes right people who are calling themselves dealers coming to to myself or other or other booths and i've seen this many times uh with damage cards fake cards trim cards cards that they've just bought on ebay in the last week so that's the last comp and then you go there and you say man this is the last comp like what am i supposed to do as a reseller and then all of a sudden the last comp now is you want a hundred percent more value for that card because that card's not on the internet or whatever the reason may be and so you, you know for me as a standpoint of selling to me i have to kind of feed through that and, and I want to give people deals. I want to be fair with people. I think that we, in the time and the, and the, the dynamic has shifted a little bit at these big shows where uh, people are looking to take advantage of maybe dealers uh, to do a, a quick one on them, to come up with a fake comp, to come up with a manipulated comp. And so just know that, you know, you know myself and there are many other people out there who are in this place who have been very educated in trying not to be screwed over. You know what I mean? That's not what we want to, uh, we don't want to be, uh, taking advantage of and likewise you don't want to be as well so we want to sell you cards i'm going to be bringing probably 80 percent of our inventory will be uh graded cards because i want objective elements you know when i buy and sell cards we'll have raw cards as well uh, we'll have deal boxes as well which will be a lot of fun but just kind of and wax we have a ton of wax but just understanding those elements with selling so as you sell be strategic right um if you have a bunch of slabs and they are under 50 bucks and there are psa seven eights and nines and they are not as desirable. Or you have a PSA 10 Eric Pashal you just got back because you sent it a year ago. Or you have a PSA 10 um, uh, uh, Gavin Lux Tops Base because you sent it in when everybody else sent it in a year ago, right? Those kind of cards are not very desirable, but there are going to be people who will buy them. So be strategic in how you sell. Um, there'll probably be will re, there'll probably be repackers there and individuals from these 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 uh, these bigger groups that will be looking to buy those things, uh, which I think is smart to go and seek those people out. I think it's smart to maybe kind of be strategic in how you sell, uh, how you look to, to move cards. Um, but I will also say this, think about when you're selling the cards. Because if you come in on Saturday or Friday or Sunday and the show has really gotten going Wednesday and Thursday and let's say midday Friday, and now it's more focused on retail and the general public, you might be at a loss for selling. So I, I, I just, I want to encourage you. I want to be, be you to be mindful of the situation that is at hand. This is the biggest event in the world, folks, for cards. This is going to be the biggest event probably ever for the National because I could see how it might change in the years to come. Um, you know, next year it's at Atlantic City. We have no idea what the future brings. But right now, are you kidding me? This is the biggest event by far uh, ever. You know, VIP, I talked about it in our last episode. The stuff sold out. I don't think that's ever happened before. The Nationals had to come out with even some, uh, some newer stuff, some newer packages uh, this week just so they can fit everybody in. So as you are selling, make sure you understand everybody else and their mother is selling out there as well. Um, I will say this too, uh, be mindful and be respectful as you sell. Be respectful of people who are selling to somebody. Be respectful of dealers who are buying from people. Uh, don't try and cross deal on top of their tables. My biggest pet peeve, uh, I'm sure a lot of other card shop dealers uh, and also just dealers in general absolutely hate that. Don't do that, It's just it makes everybody upset. Um, if you're going to deal, just go find a space to deal with on the side. Don't do it on top of somebody else's thing. Um, but be strategic and think about when you're buying, uh, when you're selling your stuff. Sorry. When you're selling because that, my friends, is I think the most important part of this. 
understanding the dynamic of the week, how the week works, how the week runs. Um, I'll say this. There is a buyer for everything and anything. And I've learned that at the National. You might think that all you're selling is cards, but if you have autograph memorabilia, uh, memorabilia in general, game use items, uh, Pokemon, gaming, I can imagine this year we're going to see more gaming cards than you'll ever see in any other National prior to this. Um, if you have, uh, I would even venture to say things like Funko Pops, uh, comic books, those things are all going to have a place at this, at this, at this event. Um, I know for me, we're buying a lot of that stuff too, so come see me if you can't find a dealer purchasing that. Um, so these are kinds of things to think about as we progress into this event. I've sold out many different types of collections to many people. I took a type one photo that um, was of Honus Wagner that I got from here in Gainesville, and I was told by auction houses it was worth 300 bucks, 400 bucks. I won't name the auction houses. I asked about four of them about the not and the not. Uh, I asked about four different auction houses how much they thought this thing was worth, and none of them gave me a valuation higher than 300, 400 bucks. And I knew it was wrong. I knew it made no sense. Put it out at the event, sold it for $3,000, gave a lady half the money who brought it to us in the shop who just was going to throw it away. She was able to give it away to a nonprofit organization. Beautiful story, right? Bada bing, bada boom. But what I'm getting at is I, 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 I knew at the National there would be somebody who would want that photo. Yes, it was ripped. Yes, it was it was not in the best condition. But it was a Type 1 Honus Wagner photo of him at Carnegie playing basketball that nobody had ever seen before. So things like that where you may have unique things that may you know, you may want to bring unique autographs unique elements there is always a buyer for that so don't feel like you don't have anything now if you come in with cartons and cartons and cartons of 1991 uh, Fleer and Donner's baseball eh, maybe you're gonna be having a hard time moving that I'll, I'll guarantee you somebody will buy that stuff from you in terms of unopened wax or boxes and packs from that era but it's it may not be as as lucrative or it may not be as uh, you may have to look a little harder so consider your timing, how you're going to carry this stuff around. Are you going to use a rolly backpack thing? Are you going to use a duffel bag? How are you going to use a cart? Are you just going to hold it? How many boxes are you going to take? You can keep stuff in the hotel room. If you keep the stuff in the hotel room and then you want to go back and get it, think about the time it takes to go get it from the hotel room. All these things are so important. Um, I, I guarantee you from a standpoint of uh, you know the national, how chaotic and busy it is, you're going to really want to kind of plan that out. I've sat down with my team. I sat down with my wife yesterday. We went through everything we spent about eight hours laying out our floor plan getting things squared away we have all the flights and everything booked for all of our team yada 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 we have you know areas that you got to implement but i would say as, as someone attending the national you're not immune to planning and being organized for it um, if you just want to go in and submerge yourself that's fine that's totally fine take it in breathe that, that 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 national breath in when you get there but if you're going to sell and you're going to move things you got to be strategic and a lot of you already know that trust me i get it but just make sure you understand the dynamics of what's going to be happening. Additionally, there's only so much money for people to spend. I, I could see many vendors spending over a million dollars because of where the card market is, uh, you know, from the buying component. But again, how much of that million goes into a high-end $50,000 dual Jordan LeBron autograph? Or how much of that million goes into, you know, a quarter million dollar super high-end, you know, red out of five Soto, Wander, uh, Tatis, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, these kinds of things you have to kind of take into account as you're thinking about selling to people. Another thing I want to bring up to attention, cash is awesome from the buying standpoint. I'll get into that to the next episode. But from a, a selling standpoint, if you're going to sell, you should be uh, okay with receiving Venmo or PayPal um, fr from a person because that I think is going to be an element that I think people don't think about much is they're going to have these massive PayPal balances and Venmo accounts that they can send money to you 
uh, but they may not have the cash or they may not want to move the cash because, for example, I may have a collection that I may go spend, I'm not going to throw numbers out there, but a lot of money on, right? And I know that I need to spend it and that guy only wants to accept cash, so all my buying for the next six hours might need to be Venmo or whatever, right? So just kind of please understand the, the, the elements. I know I'm giving you a lot of information from the selling standpoint, but I guess the key in all this is organize it, be strategic, and make sure you have a plan. Um, selling is going to be awesome. You can move a lot of things at the national. Uh, you can you can make a lot of money. A lot of you guys have graded some stuff. Guys and gals have graded stuff. You've turned some huge profits on things. You've made money on things, and I'm so excited for you. I'm happy for you because I know it's going to change your life. You're going to be able to make some money on that. And some of you out there are going to have that one card. You know, I met guys in Dallas and, and other shows prior to this who they had never sold a card for more than thousand dollars, and they got that big hit, that one on one. And they were able to get 50K, 100K at, at one of these events. And I love that. I love that it's stuff that people's lives can change. Uh, you know what I mean? Money doesn't buy happiness, but money can make things easier for people who need it. And I think it's so cool, so cool in the car world that that can change a lot of people's lives um, and help people out. You know what I mean? So selling is going to be a massive part. You're going to see buying signs everywhere. We're going to have a massive buying sign up. Um, we are going to be buying almost everything. But I guess the one thing I would venture to say to all of you out there is, don't limit yourself and don't go up to, to sellers and say, what are you looking for? That's probably one of the hardest things to simply say, oh yeah, let me give you this comprehensive list you know, in my mind of the 1900 things that I'll buy from you. It's, it's more about what we see, what we like, those kinds of things that make sense to us. Um, and every buyer is different in their purposes and how they network, how they move stuff, how they flip stuff, how they auction stuff, how they PC stuff, how they keep stuff. So keep all that in mind. Um, I'm excited. The National is here. 2021, baby. Uh, let's get it. I'll see you guys. Uh, I, I encourage you. Make sure you know your comps. Sell some stuff. Have fun. Make some money. And make some really cool memories while you're at it. Uh, see you guys in a little bit.